Good afternoon, everyone out there in Questland. Welcome to an Irish-themed hour of entertainment and fun presented to you by Bobby Donlin and Mike Moores, myself. Uh, We are uh, parishioners at Christ the King. Uh, We are also members of the largest Irish Catholic men's order in the world, right? Uh, The ancient order of Hibernians. So being that it is the day after St. Patrick's Day uh, and the season, as as we say, um, we wanted to make this an Irish-themed hour in recognition of the highest of all high holy days, St. Patrick's Day. So uh, as with everything in the AOH and here at the Quest, and as we should always do, uh, we're going to start this off with a prayer, and then we'll go from there. So uh, please join in with us in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and the glorious apostle of Ireland, St. Patrick. Patrick. We will do St. Patrick's uh, lorica or breastplate, uh, as it's called. I rise today Today, through the strength strength of heaven, heaven, light light of the the sun, sun, the splendor of fire, fire, the speed of lightning, lightning, the swiftness of the wind, wind, the depth depth of the the sea, sea, stability of the earth, earth, and the firmness of the rock. rock. I rise today through God's God's strength to pilot me, God's God's might to uphold me, God's wisdom to guide me, God's eye to look before me, God's ear to hear me. God's, God's word, word to speak, speak for me, me. God's, God's hand, hand to guard me, God me. God's, God's way to lie before me, God's shield to protect me, God's host to save me, afar and near, alone or in a multitude. Christ, Christ shield me today against wounding, Christ with me, Christ before me, Christ behind me, Christ in me, Christ beneath me, Christ above me, Christ on my right and Christ on my left. Christ, Christ when, when I lie, lie down, Christ, Christ when, when I sit, sit down, Christ, Christ in the heart of everyone who thinks of me, Christ in the mouth of everyone who speaks of me, Christ in the eye that sees me, and Christ in the ear that hears me. I arise today through the mighty strength of the Lord of creation. Great job, Bobby. Thank, Thank you, you, Michael. And as I mentioned, Bobby and I are uh, parishioners at Christ the King, and um, our pastor and rector of the cathedral, Father Frank McNamee of Loch Ray County Galway, um, has uh, something that he always advises us, and uh, that is that when two or more gather in his name, God's name that is, take up a collection. So <laughs> we are here to do that today. We're here to raise money for the quest, and the number to call is 470-508-1160. Call in. Go online and donate. There's multiple ways to do it. Thank you, Bobby. You'll be hearing that number a lot today, folks. Uh, and hopefully you'll be dialing it a lot as well. And to give you an update on where we were at, where the Quest is at with their fun drive, I'm going to turn it over to Rachel for a quick uh, a quick update. Hello, everyone. Welcome to hour 17 of our Seek His Kingdom Pledge Drive. I hope you are having fun. This room already looks like it's going to be a lot of fun this hour. I'm just looking at a lot of green in that corner over there. <laughs> so this is this is going to be great. Um, I just want to give a a quick shout out from the last hour we were on air, the noon hour. A couple more donations came in since uh, right after we got off air. So shout out and big thank you to Anne S. from Atlanta, who donated in Thanksgiving for Retrovi, and to Elizabeth B. from Powder Springs. So thank you both. That was from the noon hour. This hour, we have a goal. 
We have a goal of 25 calls, and we're already getting some donors popping in, so I'm going to give them a couple seconds to keep popping in while I tell you a, a couple of uh, housekeeping things that we need to know for this hour. Um, so not green, but there is a yellow bell sitting on this table that I know the gentleman in this room will definitely want to ring. There's a couple reasons we can ring it. We can ring it if we get a monthly donor. We can read it if we get a ring it if we get a station guardian, which is somebody who donates hundred dollars or more per month, a leadership giver, which is a one-time donation of one thousand dollars, or if we reach our goal of twenty-five calls. So let's hear what we've got so far. Let's see. Thank you to Antonina M from Atlanta who donated in honor of Bobby. Thank you to Steve N from Atlanta who donated in honor of Bobby. Thank you to Larry and Kim J from Noonan. Um, I'm sorry, that was Jeff T from Noonan. Larry and Kim J are from Dunwoody. And thank you to Christine B. So what is that? Five donors so far. We're trying to get to that 25, but hey, we're only five minutes in. So this is a great start already. Um, one more note, that station guardian level or that leadership giver, maybe you've been listening to the past 16 hours trying to decide if you can commit to being a station guardian, highly encourage you to do so because we still have about five more copies of the Consecration to St. Joseph book um, sitting over here by Father Don Calloway. So if you want that book, station guardian, leadership giver, these books are here for you. Thank you, Rachel. And thank you, St. Joseph and uh, also, Archbishop Hartmeyer for the dispensation tomorrow on the Feast of St. Joseph. So if anyone aware or anyone out there is not aware, uh, there has been a dispensation granted uh, from the abstention from eating meat tomorrow. So, Bobby, you going out for steak at Donlin and Greenbaum's tomorrow? I think we're going to New York Prime tomorrow. You're going to New York Prime? There we go. There we go. I like it. I like it. Well, as we mentioned, or as I mentioned you know, it was pretty easy to come up with a theme for this, given that it was March 18th. Uh, and we wanted to, you know, kind of provide some uh, background, some history, some education on the Irish in Atlanta and, and specifically around what the Irish have done for the Catholic Church in Atlanta. And uh, it, it's amazing sometimes when, when you look at the history, there's, there's a very rich uh, background to this. And one of the, the most... Uh, so, or should be the, one of the most celebrated uh, people in this is Father Thomas O'Reilly. Um, what's amazing is a lot of folks in Atlanta do not know the history of Father Thomas O'Reilly. So we thought we'd spend a little time on that today. So Bobby, he's going to take it over here and uh, tell us all about Father Thomas O'Reilly. Being the uh, history major from UMass Amherst with an emphasis on the Civil War, I find this a very, very interesting topic. Father Thomas O'Reilly is one of the great unsung heroes of Atlanta history. This week, in celebration of St. Patrick's Day, he usually gets a little ink and some good press. Father O'Reilly is revered by the local Atlanta Irish community, and traditionally there is a separate Mass the week of at the, at the Catholic Shrine of the Immaculate Conception in downtown near Underground hosted by the Hibernian Benevolent Society, followed by a wreath laying at the outdoor memorial on the lawn of Atlanta City Hall. The past two years, this ceremony has been canceled due to the pandemic. The ceremony has been graced by various Irish delegates through the years, including the, the past two Taoiseachs, Prime Ministers, Ender Kenny and Leo Varadkar. 
Now a brief history of Father Thomas O'Reilly. In 1857, Father O'Reilly arrived from, from Ireland into Georgia to begin his priestly duties in northwest Georgia in the towns of Albany and Dalton. He most likely was a traveling priest on horseback between the two towns. He actually established a small church in Albany, St. Teresa's, in 1859, which, to his much of his, I'm sure, his pleasure, became a hospital center also when, in 1864 with the Union-led Sherman forces, which uh, came into the uh, Georgia from Chattanooga. In 1861, he was reassigned as a reward to the city of Atlanta, downtown, parish of the Immaculate Conception, which must have, since he was of somewhat delicate health due to a yellow fever bout in his youth in Ireland. He looked forward to a single parish life as a pastor with an established congregation of Atlantans and the Irish immigrants. But alas, with the Civil War erupting soon after his arrival, the war came to Georgia in the spring and summer of 1864 with General Sherman pretty much coming down the railroad line from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Now, just a little history of the Atlantic campaign. Please remember that Sherman had superior forces in number, and most of the action was flanking movers, which pushed the Confederates further and further into the city of Atlanta. The three major battles around Atlanta were Kennesaw Mountain on the 27th of June, uh, which was proven that the uh, Union got the high country, uh, the high country uh, as in the Gettysburg. Take the high ground is always an advantage in, in war of that day. Pace's Ferry on, September, on July 5th, the Confederates were, were pushed back to the, the Chattahoochee River. And finally, on the 20th of July, the final outflanking of the Confederates to push them back into the city of Atlanta. The siege of Atlanta that we all know for Gone with the Wind, the constant bombardment in Yankees in Georgia, fell, started on September, I'm sorry, July 22nd, and the city fell on the 2nd of September after repeated shellings and several raids aimed at cutting off the railroad supply lines from the West Macon and from the East Savannah. I think we should take a break and remind them of the number, Mike. What I do you think, think we should. What is that number, Bobby? 470. Five zero eight one one six zero. You know what? You never get that wrong, Bobby. <laughs> right every time. All right, folks, make sure you call it up. We need All to right. raise some funds here. Continuing, the Civil War was, of course, one of the bloodiest of wars up to that time. The Battle for Atlanta was responsible for sixty-six thousand casualties, approximately seventy-five hundred deaths, approximately forty-one thousand wounded, and approximately seventeen thousand missing in actions. General Sherman took the city with 80,000 troops, overcoming the Confederates, whose numbers had dwindled down to 31,000, pretty much allowing Sherman to oppose his will and his plan to, quote-unquote, burn the city to start his, quote-unquote, march to the sea and the city port of Savannah. Back to Father O'Reilly. As the war came to Georgia, he and the Atlanta's best doctor, Dr. Noel Davigny, I hope I said that right, would ride out so. to the different camps on both sides following the battles and admitted to both sides of the combatants. The battle finally ceased on, nine, on September 5 
with Sherman forcing the evacuation of the city. But the wounded from both sides were cared for as best as he and Dr. Avigny could under the warlike conditions. Both gentlemen were befriended by both sides of the war soldiers, Catholics and non-Catholics. One particular Sherman staff member, General Henry Slocum from Massachusetts, yay, and he was a connection that Father O'Reilly used to communicate with General Sherman that the burning of the city was not a good idea. His argument was to save the seven churches around Capitol Hill area and the surrounding buildings, to use as the hospitals for the wounded and the buildings to be the basis for reestablishing both seats of the government post-war. He also had his quote-unquote ace in the hole of excommunication of any soldier who helped burn the churches. General Sherman did have a Catholic upbringing and well knew the word excommunication. So he relented and changed his order to burn the entire city and place a regiment of sentries around the seven churches and surrounding buildings, thus saving 400-plus homes building in the area, which we now know as Capitol Hill, for the city government and the reestablishment of the federal government. The city of Atlantis, symbol of the Phoenix, and the current slogan of the city too busy to hate, had its first citizen, a man of faith, Father Thomas O'Reilly. Unfortunately, Father O'Reilly did finally succumb to his health problems at the age of 41 and is now buried at the Shrine of the Immaculate Conception in downtown. Great stuff, Bobby. Thank you for that. Just a great education. It's amazing how many people don't know that story. So hopefully, man. hopefully man. We, we, have, uh, we have helped some of you uh, understand that today. Ah, we got some new donors, Rachel. Yes, we do. And I agree. This is this is a really cool story. So you can hear this again in our archives later. Um, but thank you. Let's go on and turn to our donors. All right. Um, Christine B., who we just announced, just to throw this out there, her notice that this is for the family keepers. We have John H. from Atlanta in honor of both Mike and Bobby. Elaine R. from Roswell. Monica L., from Bradenton, Florida, in honor of Christine Faluca from the previous day, uh, Giselle F. from Atlanta, Greg M. from Kennesaw, and Matt A. from Dunwoody. And you know what? Matt A. is a leadership giver. Leadership giver. $1,000 one-time donation or more. Uh, so you know what we get to do now? Wow. Ring that bell. Ring that bell. Ring that bell, Bobby. Thank you, Matt. And thank you, thank everyone there, but especially thank Matt. You. What Tremendous. So we're looking for 25 calls. We got, what are we at, 15 already? Oh, what are we at? Let's see. Uh, we are at 11 calls this hour. So we are almost to our halfway mark. But here's a little added incentive for you guys. We have gotten two donors who are willing to match $2,200 from this point on. So these next, uh, we need, what, 14 more to ring that bell again to get to that 25 call. But please Take some time, pray, and maybe ask for St. Patrick to intercede for you so you can um, really discern what you're being called to give. Because whatever you can give, big or small, will be very helpful. But please uh, pray about it. We've got a couple hours left of Pledge Drive, but please keep calling that number. That number again is 470-508-1160 or go to thequestatlanta.com. Absolutely. Thank you so much for the day. So we need to get to 2200 minimum, right? All right. So that's the new goal out there, folks. We need 2200 minimum to take advantage of the, the generosity of the folks out there who are willing to match. So we've got, you know, well, we have 14 more calls. 
it does. We don't care how, how many calls it takes, right? Whatever you can give, you give. We just got to get to the 2200. So let's get it going, folks. Bobby, how about a joke? I think we need to have a little joke here. I think this is kind of apropos since it's a sort of a Friday in Lent joke. All right. You know, uh, even go. though tomorrow is a dispensation, as we've always said. Grilling Friday night during Lent, each Friday night after work, Bubba would fire up his outdoor grill and cook a venison steak. But all of Bubba's neighbors were Catholic. And since it was Lent, they were forbidden during eating meat on Friday. The delicious aroma from the grilled venison steaks was causing such a problem for the Catholic faithful, they finally talked to the priest. The priest came out to visit Bubba and suggested that he become a Catholic. And so, after several classes and much study, Bubba attended Mass, and as the priest sprinkled him with holy water, you were born a Baptist, raised a Baptist, but now you're a Catholic. Bubba's neighbors were great relief until Friday arrived again, and the wonderful aroma again filled the neighborhood. The priest was called immediately by the neighbors as he was rushed into Bubba's yard, clutching a rosary, preparing him, that he would scold him. He stopped and watched in amazement. There stood Bubba, clutching a bottle of holy water, which he carefully sprinkled over the grilled venison and chanted, You was born a deer, you was raised a deer, and now you're a catfish. (laughs) (laughs) Put up bump. All right. (laughs) From the annals of Monsignor. There you go. The pulpit-approved Irish jokes, courtesy of Monsignor Frank McNamee, director of Christ the King Cathedral. All right. We've got uh, a couple of minutes here uh, till we're going to have a little bit of a special guest come into play. Uh, But back to Father O'Reilly, I I just wanted to add for all of those, uh, for all of you out there that may not have known the story and it's, it's all new. And even if you do know the story, if you find yourself downtown, go to his marker. It's, it's down uh, in the city hall plaza um, and, and say a quick prayer. In addition, uh, if you uh, have the time, uh, go over to, um, the Immaculate Conception, Conception. and he is actually interred in the bottom of Immaculate Conception, and there are a number of artifacts down there as well, uh, including a very, very old badge from the Ancient Order of Hibernians. So we don't know that uh, it was uh, Father's badge itself, but uh, we do uh, pretty much know he was a, a brother AOH member as well. So, Rachel. You got a little clip to play for us. Yes, I do. All right. So we have a clip here from um, our locally produced podcast, The Book of Esther. Now, if you you might have already listened to the Book of Esther series, there were six episodes. Um, you can listen again. Or if you haven't, you can find these um, on both our app and on thequestatlanta.com. If you want to go take a look at thequestatlanta.com, you know, there is a donate button there as well that you can hit that while you are listening to this clip from the Book of Esther podcast. We want to make sure that before we leave this earth, we have led people on the right path to the truth and ultimately to their heavenly home. That's so true, Carrie. I have always remembered something you told me a long time ago. You mentioned uh, when we meet Jesus at the end of our lives. What was it that you told me back in the day? (laughs) Well, what I said was that I have a theory that when we go before Jesus, he will welcome us home and then he will look behind us and say, Who did you bring with you? Mm. 
Who did you bring with you? This is why reaching out to people to tell them about the Quest Radio or this Bible study podcast is so important to help give them an eternal perspective. And we want to bring as many people with us as possible. All right. So you can listen to the Book of Esther podcast on the Quest app and on the questatlanta.com. I hope you enjoyed that clip. And now we are back to our Irish Hour, and we have a special guest here, don't we, Mike? Yes, we do. Uh, about a year ago, uh, someone who's become a very good friend of ours and also a brother in the AOH, Butch Elmgren, realized his dream of owning an Irish pub. Uh, Butch is uh, with us today, and he's going to talk about the inspiration for naming that pub after Father O'Reilly. Butch, you out there? I'm here, Mike. How you doing? I'm not too bad. How are you guys? We're doing good, brother. Have you survived? Uh, you, you know, you're you're still standing after yesterday. <laughs> One leg's a little limp, but other than that, I'm gonna think I'm gonna be okay. <laughs> there you go, there you go. It was pretty busy out there, folks, at, uh, at Thomas O'Reilly's Irish Pub in Sandy Springs yesterday. I can attend to that. It was uh, it was full. Uh, it was a great day. It was lots and lots of fun. And uh, Butch puts on a great show, great food. Uh, just as we say in, in the Irish, it was a great crack yesterday. So, but Butch, you know, when when you decided. Uh, and I remember, I think we talked about this one time, you went through kind of a process of what you were going to name the pub. And obviously you, you came up with Thomas O'Reilly's. How, how did, you know, kind of how did that go? And, and, and how did you land on Thomas O'Reilly's? You know, it was, it was a little bit of a long process, really. I, I spent almost a year putting the project together and, I, and it wasn't necessarily this particular pub, but uh, I looked at some rental spaces and things. I just, you know, I knew that it was time. I was turning 50 or I had to turn 50 and it was time to, it was a that you know, if not now, when kind of a thing, and um, and I had grown up in Savannah and in the Irish community, and and what everyone will tell you is the most legendary Irish pub in all of the country, probably, and certainly in the southeast. Without Kevin Barrage Irish Pub, that was on River Street in Savannah for almost forty years, thirty nine years, there really would not have been an, um, sort of the resurgence of Irish music and Irish things in the southeast. The southeast, uh, they were the first, and and uh, and that place will go down in history. Um, for what it did for the Irish and for Irish pubs in and of itself. Um, before he opened in 1981 there in Savannah, there wasn't uh, an Irish pub, a true Irish pub, um, playing music and doing the thing south of uh, Virginia. So, um, you know, I, I wanted to have something that I felt like was a significant um, naming to the pub. But in, and also, by the time I got around to it, something that was specific to Atlanta. You know, Kevin Barry is a legendary figure in Ireland, an 18-year-old who was executed, uh, and the nation rallied around him and, and spurred along parts of the revolution there. Um, and Father O'Reilly is sort of in that same vein. I, you know, I, I had a number of names. I had a friend, Eddie, who passed away a number of years ago, and at one point we were going to call it Emerald Eddie's, but that was a little too personal just to me. Not everybody would have known that reference. Um, but I, I did a lot of research, and I, and I finally found the story of Father Riley, which I think I heard you mention a little while ago in the broadcast. Not a lot of people knew, and I had no earthly idea. Um, and I read the story, and, and I just latched onto it. And, you know, being Catholic and growing up in the Irish communities, I just felt like it would fit. And uh, you know, people, some people thought I might have been crazy naming an Irish pub after a Catholic priest, but here we are, and I'm having a great time doing it. There you go. There you go. Well, it's great to honor them and to get the name out there, too, again, so that more people 
you know, will stop and think, okay, well, who is this Thomas O'Reilly? Oh, it's Father Thomas O'Reilly. Oh, and he saved. That's correct. Yeah, he yeah. saved City Hall. He saved seven churches. He saved was it four hundred buildings? Four hundred buildings. Four hundred yes. buildings. So you know, yeah. very very important figure in Atlanta history. Yes, Rachel. Yes, and so speaking of names, you know, I'm the one over here who I know we don't announce last names on the radio, but I do see the names coming in, and I really haven't seen a lot of. Irish names coming into our donor list. Maybe you guys were a little busy oh, yesterday. All There's an O in front of every one of them. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll have to add an O. But if you actually have an O in front of your name, why don't you call in, send a donation in honor of St. Patrick and in honor of Father O'Reilly. That number again, 470-508-1160 or go to thequestatlanta.com. Yep, or download the app and listen all the time and donate that way, whatever whatever you like to do. But uh, that's, a great, that's a great story, though, Butch. Appreciate you coming on and and talking about that and and things are going well obviously we you know covid is uh has been very very tough on uh the uh, the restaurant industry but uh you're holding your own there and a great day and there's some some great things still planned right we've got uh a little special event on saturday that's it yeah i mean i i know you folks in Atlanta are used to st patrick's day being a day but i grew up in savannah and it's a month so uh you know me having to squeeze all the fun that i want to have into one week uh, was hard enough so we started last saturday and and uh, we're going all the way through uh this next saturday with events something happening tonight where um we've got cornhole and we're doing some specials and some things like that but uh um saturday we're hosting what we're calling the second annual world's shortest st patrick's parade we held one last year in the middle of the year just to get everybody, you know, a little bit of a breather from what they were going through. And it's 175 feet in a minute and 35 seconds, and it includes a Sandy Springs fire truck, a Sandy Springs police car, one bagpiper, the Ancient Order of Hibernians, and the Emerald Society, the MAPES, the Emerald Society. So it's, it's just a lot of fun. It's just a way to sort of continue what we do here and, and having a good time and, and give everybody a little bit of a breather from, you know, what the world's been for the last year and a half. I think or a little over a year, I think I'm simultaneously going to be the world's shortest St. Patrick's Day parade and the world's longest St. Patrick's parade all in one because I think I'm the only one. <laughs> let's, well, let's 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 order a Guinness and call Guinness. Let's call the book, Bobby. I just have a, an addendum here. Obviously, yesterday was a wonderful day. Thank you, Butch. I just want to say one thing to Mr. and Mrs. Moore's here. Happy day after your anniversary oh, yesterday you, that's right uh, that's right it was another anniversary yesterday it was the 18th anniversary of my restaurant new york prime and the eighth anniversary of my mother passing away so it has a lot of significance to me the whole day but now i have my friends mike and sherry to, to share with absolutely thank you bobby You're welcome it was a great day butch thanks so much for calling in we're going to have to go to a break here and before we go to a break I just want to say two things. Number one, visit O'Reilly's on Saturday. It's going to be a lot of fun. Number two, the number, Bobby, to call is 470-508-1160 or thequestatlanta.com. All right, here we go. Thanks again, Butch. Talk to you later on. Let's go to break. Great to talk to you This all. is Monsignor Jim Fennessy from All Saints Catholic Church in Dunwoody. Thank you for listening to AM 1160, the Quest, home of listener-supported Atlantic Catholic Radio. Please join us in a prayer to St. Michael the Archangel. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. 
And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. It's here. You're listening to AM 1160 The Quest. This is Seek His Kingdom, your Atlanta Catholic radio station's spring pledge drive. We are here to journey together with you and take your calls in support of AM 1160 The Quest. Stay tuned for more great local content and call in to support your Catholic radio at 470-508-1160 to get your pledge in. Check out the schedule and interview lineup on thequestatlanta.com. You can click the donate button to pledge a donation or call 470-508-1160. Help the quest to build up his kingdom. It's not too late. If you're listening, you know you're enjoying. So be part of this important mission today. 470-508-1160. God bless. Pregnancy Aid Clinic, a Catholic Pregnancy Resource Center, serves women in Metro Atlanta with free medical services, parenting classes, baby supplies, and more, providing options and tools families need to choose life. For information or to help a family in need, visit PregnancyAidClinic.com. The Quest presents Lesser Known Saints with Ken and Chuck. Born in Tours, France in the year 370, St. Bryce was an orphan who was raised by St. Martin of Tours. Although known for being vain, overly ambitious, and short-tempered, St. Martin remained patient with him. Eventually, Bryce would experience a drastic change of heart and would go on to secede Martin as Bishop of Tours. Once he was ordained Bishop, Bryce would unfortunately return to his old ways, becoming steeped in secularism, vanity, and vice. Bryce was exiled to Rome, and in the seven years he spent there, he repented and underwent a thorough change in his lifestyle. St. Bryce was eventually reinstated as Bishop of Tours and ruled with such humility and holiness, people adored and respected him long before his death. His feast day is November 13th, and he is the patron saint of stomach aches and ailments. For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com. Okay, we're back on the air at the Quest Atlanta. The number to donate, Bobby, is 470-508-1160 or thequestatlanta.com. And we need some folks to call in. So we're sitting right now at $1,875. There is a match. There's a challenge out there at $2,200. We need people. Can We have to get this match. Come on, folks. Let's get it. Uh, very, very generous donor. Hey, we can double this thing to 4400 this hour. That is a huge, huge win for the Quest. The Quest is listener-supported. All of the funding comes from you out there. Uh, they are two years old. They're growing. They're doing great work. They're doing God's work here. Let's dig in the pocket and help them out. Now, we have a, another special guest on the line, Father Kevin Peake. Hey, guys. How y'all doing today? Good, Father. Father Kevin. How you doing, brother? Good to be with you. Uh, I'm doing excellent. Great to hear your voice. Now, uh, just to give you a little bit of background out there, folks, last year, um, Bobby and I did this along with a good friend of ours, John Horton, and we were surprised by a call from Father Kevin Peake. Um, 
And he was, uh, he sounded great. He sounded clear as a bell. The only issue was he was about 10,000 miles away somewhere right. in uh, in the Middle East uh, deployed. He is a, a member of our armed forces. Thank you for your service, Father. Embedded. Embedded, yes. Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And uh, he is a part of the chaplain corps. Uh, he is also our chaplain uh, in the ancient order of Hibernians. And, uh, I, I asked, uh, father Kevin to come on today. You know, as we said, we're, we're doing a little bit of an Irish themed hour. Uh, but the, the Irish clergy have been, uh, just bedrock of the church in North Georgia. Uh, there's been a tremendous amount of missionaries, uh, from Ireland that have come over and, uh, father Kevin has, has known a lot of them and worked with them. So I asked if he might tell us a little bit about the Irish clergy and the role they've played here in the church in Atlanta and North Georgia. Yeah, it's, it's remarkable because uh, for a long time, the Catholic population uh, in Georgia, you know, has been uh, a, a great minority. Uh, however, uh, of that presence, uh, the majority of it, you know, was Irish for a long time, uh, uh, with Savannah being so um, rooted in the Irish traditions and, and recognized across uh, America for its uh, Irish parades and, uh, and, and, and presence there. So with that, then, uh, there was a call for support uh, and, and investment of priests from Ireland to come over and help out. Of course, back then, Ireland had, uh, you know, priests of plenty. Uh, their seminaries were full, and uh, they were having a hard time placing priests. And so... Uh, they became very missionary. A lot of people don't know that the uh, patron saint of Nigeria is uh, St. Patrick um, because of the uh, presence of the Irish, uh, I believe the Holy Ghost Fathers, uh, working down there uh, in missionary lands. But they came to Atlanta uh, as well. Uh, they came to uh, Georgia and uh, uh, took up the, the, the slack of uh, the responsibility of running the parishes across uh, the diocese. Um, so they, they, they became so prevalent that uh, we called the guy, the foreign-born Irish, uh, who uh, the priests who came in to, uh, to uh, fill those roles. Um, there's still many of them uh, amongst us, uh, but their numbers have uh, declined uh, as, um, as Ireland itself has uh, kind of struggled a little bit um, to uh, replenish its ranks. Uh, and, and many of its seminaries are uh, uh, struggling. But, um, but nonetheless, uh, their impact on Atlanta uh, and, and on many of us uh, is, is uh, it, it's second to none. Um, you know, one of the problems that the Church has had in many areas of the world when it goes in on a missionary basis is to try to recruit local uh, clergy uh, so that you're not always having to uh, fulfill that role from outside, but um, but the Irish did their job in a sense uh, by by kind of putting themselves out of business uh, by uh, uh, enticing the local community to begin to uh, provide their own priests. And I myself was motivated by the likes of uh, Monsignor Marin uh, and 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 uh, many of the other ones uh, early on, Monsignor Fennessy, uh, etc. Uh, and, and the likes, uh, we still have a few, uh, Monsignor uh, McNamee um, and Monsignor Corbett. Uh, you know, there's still, uh, still the foreign-born Irish amongst us, but uh, for the most part, they've, they've started to hand the work over to us. 
That's awesome. Yep. And we, we've got not just the Irish, as you say, but a lot of Irish Americans uh, like yourself, uh, right, who have, yes, sir. who have found their calling from those that have come over. And not only yourself, but uh, the, the Peak family has contributed mightily to this, um, unfortunately, as he has passed, but um, your brother Joe as well. Yeah, yeah, Father Joe Peak, and uh, of course my sister. Uh, Sister's a nun. As a and your sister. Nun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. But uh, but you're right. There are a lot of um, uh, American-born priests of Irish descent uh, who are working across the diocese, and, and certainly I'm, I, I I wasn't able to get uh, a survey out in time, but uh, I'm, I'm certain that many of them were motivated uh, by the likes of uh, of some that have served. Uh, uh, throughout our childhood, uh, that the Irish made a great uh, commitment and a great service and sacrifice for the church in Atlanta. Absolutely, and and the church in in Georgia as well. Uh, you right, know, an, another Civil War era priest that probably not a lot of folks know about, um, and his nickname. Uh, well, I wouldn't say nickname, but uh, he is sometimes referred to as the Angel of Andersonville, Father Peter Whalen. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, my sister, uh, well, my, one of my sister's kids, one of my nieces, did a, a lengthy and in-depth historical project on his story, uh, because it is a story that hasn't been uh, told often or, or thoroughly enough. Uh, and she even got to uh, interview some of his living relatives uh, still back there in Ireland. We were hoping to go visit them uh, once I got back from my deployment, but then, of course, COVID hit and We've been delayed on that, but uh, but yeah, Father Whalen down there, uh, a priest of the uh, Diocese of Savannah, uh, who uh, committed himself to helping the uh, prisoners of war, the Northern prisoners of war, uh, down there at Andersonville, and and is really credited with uh, saving uh, thousands of lives there, uh, particularly by his uh, ability to raise ten thousand dollars worth of uh, bread, uh, or I should say, uh, yeast and and wheat. Uh, so that they could make their own bread through the winter, which I think somebody said in today's terms was over a million dollars, which is remarkable. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just a great story uh, with Father Whalen. And I, another little point on that. But before we do that, Bobby, what's that number again? 470-508-1160 or thequestatlanta.com. Right, there you go. And I think we're still, are we still sitting at 1875? or? Yes, we are still sitting there. But hey, guys, you know, don't worry. Our phones are working. So the number is 470-508-1160 once again. So please call in. I know some of you are just so enthralled by this that you don't want to step away. But I promise you can just turn the phone on speaker, call while you're listening. <laughs> also, thequestatlanta.com. Um, one more brief announcement, just a heads up for everyone that later today, um, there's not much time later, so you'll have to wait and see when it is. We do have um, a, a, well, we have something donated. A generous donor has contributed a grand prize that you'll hear about a little later today. So stay tuned for something special from Underfoot Design of Atlanta for this special surprise. Thank you, Underfoot Design of Atlanta, for your support of the quest. Um, do you guys, does everybody else want to help the quest? This is the perfect time. I know we've got lots of Irish out there that are listening and, and they just can't bear to take their ears away from the radio or from their app, but I promise it will be well worth your time to call 470-508-1160. And why don't you tell us 
who you're donating in honor of. Maybe you can donate in honor of one of your favorite Irish priests. How about that, guys? There you go. Hey, there's one on the line right here, Father <laughs> Kevin Peake. In fact, in honor of Father Kevin Peake, there's a, there, I, I will say let's uh, let's $100 from myself right there. Oh, awesome. Thank you. Right? And 100 from Bobby? Oh, wow. Okay, we're awesome. now all right. In honor so of Father Kevin. And honor guys. of Father Kevin and we are now over $2,000. So that puts us at 2075, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, we need a buck and a quarter. Bobby, a buck and a quarter, as you would say, right? A buck and a quarter from our Irish friends. There all we go. All my Boston That's friends. Right. That's it. All of Boston, That's all the right. Irish Catholics out there. Let's go. Yeah, uh, and back to Father Peak, just on, on, on Father Whalen. Um, he uh, also uh, founded the first parish in all of Georgia, the first Catholic parish as well. Uh, yeah, or, yeah, served there at uh, Locust Grove and, and Sharon, Georgia, um, which is where a lot of this... Uh, uh, research that my niece did is is uh, now, I believe, uh, ensconced. So uh, if anybody wants to go uh, hear more about him or, or, or read more, there's a, a whole video presentation that goes along with it. Um, and uh, out there at the Purification Center. Um, but yeah, we have a, a the, the, uh, the, there's a great book. I don't know if you guys mentioned it earlier in the show, but uh, it's a great book, How the Irish Saved Civilization. Uh-huh. Um, and it's it's something that has just happened over and over. Uh, it wasn't just a one-time offering, but uh, and 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 there may yet be uh, a lot more in that tank. Um, obviously, the the uh, uh, church over there is is uh, undergoing a, uh, a recovery and a renewal. Um, the the uh, uh, outlying parishes, not unfortunately, not the city so much, but the outlying country parishes and whatnot are seeing a. a uh, renaissance or rejuvenation of the faith um and uh please god you know we'll see a new uh outpouring but uh but those of us here in america who are proud of our irish roots um I, you know i think we can uh, uh join the fight as well you know in in uh defending the faith and spreading the word absolutely that's what that's what we do right father that's what that's we what do the quest is all about you know that's what the quest is all about uh as well which is why we're here to support them um, because of uh, all the, the inroads and outroads that they are uh, uh, connecting to uh, through their ministry, and that's why we uh, we want to support them uh, so much. I myself am a, am a regular supporter of the Quest, um, monthly uh, donations. But I tell you what, you know, you guys uh, inspired me. I want to see that uh, matched uh, offer. So let me throw in a hundred bucks as well. Oh, oh wow! Thank you, for, Father Kevin. We need twenty-five. We need twenty-five dollars. Oh my gosh! Twenty-five, 25. anywhere. Twenty-five anywhere. That's right. right we right. definitely have Somebody. skin in the game in this room. So I know that there are people outside this room who want to call in. That number four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty. There we go. There we go. Or oh, thequest.com. Yes. Thequestatlanta.com. Perfect. Yeah, and and they do great, Father. As you said, I mean, they do great work. I mean, if think about what's going on in our world right now, in our in our country. Uh, you know, there's a lot of, of things that we hold dear that seem to be, you know, under attack. Uh, and, mm-hmm. you know, the quest provides uh, a refuge, right, uh, from that yeah. and, and also has provided a, a great refuge during COVID, right? I mean, a lot of folks were yeah. looking for something. Yeah. And, you know, for, for those of you out there that, that might be uh, in need of, of spiritual you know, strengthening, or you just, you know, you're, you know, having some hard times due to COVID or whatever it may be in your life. It's a great place to turn here at the quest. Of course, you always turn to our Lord, but the quest can, can certainly provide you uh, with a, a great experience to, to help you out. 
Yeah. So yeah, I, somebody said early on when uh, when the uh, all the all the churches went to uh, video and and live streaming and everything, they said, you know, we we all became televangelists. You know, <laughs> but there was a lot more pressure. There was a lot more pressure than kind of put on other media sources to be the way to reach our people. And yeah, the the quest fills that void uh, in a, in a in an important way. Absolutely. Well, Father Peak, thank you so much for calling in. Thank you for your service. It's wonderful to have you safely back in the United States of America. Um, and we're looking forward to seeing you Saturday at O'Reilly's for the world's shortest yes, sir. parade. We need our chaplain with us. Yes, sir. We need it. Bobby, you got something? I've got my... Uh... I've got my truck now, so if you need another vehicle for the uh, procession, <laughs> I my pickup truck. So uh, <laughs> there we go, Father. Hey, God bless you guys, Father we'll Kevin. Look forward to seeing you. Yes, One sir. question: What was today's score? Well, it's, it's playing right now. Uh, they're in the third. I'm at the Cleveland Cubs game. All right. Uh, <laughs> Calling in from in Arizona. Palmy, in Palmy, Arizona. It's You're a little closer this time. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, we'll see you guys Saturday. Enjoy your week. We'll hey, see you Saturday. Guys, let me let me leave you with a uh, let me leave you with a blessing here. Hang on. Thank you. May the blessing of Almighty God through the intercession of Saint Patrick and all those Irish saints in whose footsteps we follow come upon you all and uh, strengthen you and grant you resolve in your uh, in your faith and in your witness. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father Kevin. Play ball. All right. Play God ball. bless you guys. Y'all take care. See you later. Right, now. Bye bye. All right. Always great to hear from from Father Kevin. And as he said, you know, following in the footsteps of all the Irish saints and all the Irish priests and all that they've done, you have a chance to follow in those footsteps as well by calling four seven zero five zero eight one one six zero or thequestatlanta.com. There you go. There's lots of easy ways to donate. Rachel, how many calls? Where are we at? So we are almost to our match of 2200. I know I just got a message that the phone lines are starting to ring again. So this is great. Thank you, guys. But when we get a lot of rings at once, we don't get them in the system very quickly. So uh, I will have to come back in a couple minutes and announce the new donors we're getting. So please keep calling, guys. 470-508-1160. There you go. There you go. Bobby, did you hear about the Irishman who was looking for a parking spot? Tell me about it, Mike. You didn't hear this one? This guy's looking for, the Irishman is looking for a parking spot. He's getting very, very frustrated. So he prayed to the Lord and he prayed, Lord, I can't stand it anymore. If you open up a parking spot for me, I swear I'll give up the Guinness and I'll go to Mass every Sunday. Suddenly the clouds parted. The sun shone on an empty parking spot. And without hesitation, he said, Never mind. I found one. <laughs> <laughs> that was nice of Kevin to call in from his spring training vacation in Arizona. Yeah, I didn't know he was out. You knew yeah, that. Yeah, I, I he and I, yeah, yeah. Yes. Obviously the baseball thing, you know. So I've done this twice. Actually, I should do this again. Uh, we should do this again so that uh, Father Kevin can go somewhere else. He, he never <laughs> seems to be here when he calls in. Uh, but, yeah, it's great to hear from him and the background on the Irish priests. And, you know, uh, we talked about Father O'Reilly, of course, a lot today. Uh, but there's many, many more. More. And as, as Father Kevin mentioned, still a, a number that are with us. We saw a number at, uh, at Mass yesterday uh, for St. Patrick's Day. And, uh, you know, as we mentioned up, up, up top, Bobby and I are in 
the ancient order of Hibernians. So uh, the ancient order of Hibernians has a long history in Atlanta, actually. Uh, unfortunately, not a lot documented because we were a secret society. And our, our proceedings are still uh, secret, as uh, many are. But, you know, you can learn about us at AOH.com, all of our history, our constitution. It's very, very open. Uh, but, um, and I'll go into a little bit more later, but uh, basically, you know, one of the things that's happened in fairly recent history was Archbishop Donahue of Atlanta uh, in 1995 uh, went to Ireland and ordained, personally ordained, Monsignor Frank McNamee who now heads up the cathedral and also uh, Monsignor Corbett who heads up St. Jude. So uh, Archbishop Donahue was an Irish American. I do not believe he was born. He was Irish American, I believe. Yes, he's Irish American. Yes. Um, He's born in Charlotte. In Charlotte. So there, so there you have it. You know, there, there's a, there's an example of, Irish Americans going back and helping the Irish and then the Irish coming over to help us Irish Americans. And uh, our division in the AOH, actually, uh, a couple of years ago, in honor of uh, Archbishop Donahue, we renamed our division. So we are now the Archbishop Donahue Division of the Ancient Order of uh, Hibernians in Atlanta. So great little story about Archbishop Donahue. We so, were originally the Tara Division. Originally the Tara Division. Yep. But uh, we, we wanted to honor one of those one of those priests here, one of those Irish priests and Irish American priests. So we, uh, we made the change a few years ago to go back to gone with the wind. I know I've mentioned a couple of times. Tara was named after the great hill in Ireland outside of Dublin, where the Kings of Ireland were crowned. Yes. It is not something that just started here in, in Clayton County. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Tara came from the great, great hill where Brian Baru is what I remember was uh, crowned. Exactly. Yeah. And Rachel, we have a few uh, new donors yes, to announce. Yes, huh? we do. All right, so a couple announcements. Let's see. Thank you guys for calling in in honor of people. I love when we get to read who these donations are in honor of. So thank you to James H. from Atlanta. Uh, James is from the Ancient Order of Hibernians as well. For Mike, both of you, keep it up. You're doing great. And thank you to Dan L. from Atlanta, who donated in honor of Father Kevin Peake. I guess that's his favorite Irish priest. Thank you to Jack T. from Alpharetta, men of St. Bridget, in honor of Monsignor Paul Reynolds. So thank you guys so much. And you know, we were only 25 away from our matching gift. So what does that mean we get to do with that little yellow bell right there? So what are we up to? We have to be over the match with all those new donors, Yeah, so we're definitely over the match. Let's see. We are at... $2,450. $2,450. Excellent. Great workout. Thank you, folks. Thank you. Keep right. it coming. We're not done yet. Yeah. we got a few minutes left, and right? And we can keep it coming because we have 16 donors thus far. I know there's a couple more that are coming in and just aren't in my system yet, but we still want to get to 25 in the next 10 minutes. So let's make that happen. That number again is 470-508-1160, or you can go to thequestatlanta.com. Just a reminder, during the uh, 17 hours we've had so far in the five following us, there will be prayers in next door in the Adoration Chapel. We have Adoras praying for this uh, Quest Atlanta uh, spring campaign. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you, Bobby. All right. So that number to donate, again, Bobby is 470-508-1160 or thequestatlanta.com thequestatlanta.com there you go how about another one of those pulpit approves irish jokes uh, from you father know, frank night i have one uh, i i i uh, uh, it's very very appropriate let me just rearrange my papers here 
Think you can find one? Yeah, I got them mixed up a little bit. Getting uh, the prayers there. An Irish moves into a tiny hamlet in County Kerry. He walks into the, his new pub and promptly orders three beers. The bartender raises his eyebrows, but serves the man the three beers, which he drinks quietly at a table in the corner alone. An hour later, the man has finished the three beers and orders three more. This happens yet again the next evening, again orders three beers at one time. Several times. Go figure, an Irishman. Soon the entire town is whispering about the man who orders three beers. Finally, a week later, the bartender broaches the subject on behalf of the town. I don't mean to pry, but folks around here are wondering why you always order three beers. Tis odd, isn't it? The man replies. You see, I have two brothers. One went to America, the other to Australia. We promised each other that we would always order two extra beers whenever we drank as a way of keeping up the family bond. The bartender and the whole town were pleased with this answer. The soon the man who orders all the beers, the three beers, became a local celebrity and a source of pride to the tiny hamlet, given to the extent that the out-of-towners would come and watch him actually drink. Then one day, the man comes in and orders only two beers. The bartender pours them with a heavy heart. This continues for the rest of the evening. He orders only two beers. The word gets around town, and prayers are offered for the soul of one of the brothers. The next day, the bartender says to the man, Folks around town, me first of all, want to offer our condolences to you for the death of your brother. You know, two beers and all. Ha ha ha! The man pauses for a moment and then replies, You'll be happy to know that my two brothers are alive and well. It's just myself has decided to give up drinking for Lent. <laughs> there we go. Hey, some new donors? Yes, we do. So first of all, we've got a big thank you to Johanna B. from Marietta. And we have a couple minutes left of this hour, so we're about to go to break. Um, but you guys mentioned things going on at O'Reilly's uh, this Saturday. So some of our listeners want to know, what can you tell us a little more about what's going on? And then we can close out in a prayer. Sure. Uh, he, he, basically, there is, as uh, as Butch mentioned, uh, things going on every night. Uh, tonight, they have some specials, actually. If you want to order a Stella tonight, you can get your name engraved on a chalice. Uh, the, uh, the the chalice is what the, the folks who sell Stella call their glass. Um, there is live music tomorrow night. And then on Saturday at 5 p.m. is the world's shortest St. Patrick's Day Parade. Do not be late because you will miss it. It is <laughs> under two minutes. I have I have a video of the last year, so I can tell you. <laughs> um, and then also uh, after that, there's going to be some Irish music from a band called the Border Collies. So uh, that's what's happening on Saturday, and you will see all of us there. Yeah. And I perused the place yesterday from head to toe. Uh, he has mostly some great outdoor seating, folks. Yes, he did tremendous. I know that's very very avant garde these days. Yes, there's uh, everything will be outdoors. There's there's plenty of room in the in the. Uh, what he calls the side lot. There is, uh, I, I forget how many picnic tables he has out there, but uh, room for over 100 people. And this is called O'Reilly, so people can look it up. O'Reilly's, is there a longer name to Tom, it? T- 
Thomas, it's T-H-O-S, so Thomas O'Reilly's Public House. If you go into Google Maps, it comes right up, 227 Sandy Springs Place, yeah. All right, and those of you who are thinking of going, you know, uh, you can thank this hour for letting you know about all these great events you didn't even know were happening. So that number you can donate in um, in honor of your soon-to-come visit to O'Reilly's, 470-508-1160, or go to thequestatlanta.com. Would you guys mind closing us out in a prayer? Not at all, not at all. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and the glorious Apostle of Ireland, St. Patrick. Patrick. What should we do, Bobby? Hail Mary? Hail Mary. Lead us, please. Hail Mary, full of grace, grace, the Lord Lord is is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mary, Mother Mother of God, pray pray for for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. death. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Thank all of you for your generosity. Your support of the quest, as we mentioned, listeners supported 100%. They're not getting money from anywhere else. It all comes from you. Thank you. Keep the donations coming. And that number, Bobby, is 470-508-1160 or thequestatlanta.com. There you go. Happy St. Patrick's Day. And I'm going to give Mike a a cheers here. Cheers. Slancha. Slancha. Slancha, y'all. There we go. And that's bottled water, folks, just so you know. Yeah, we're just, yeah, bottled water. Slancha.